Welcome to the Sobriety Circle, a podcast about the highs and lows of sobriety as young Indigenous women, with your hosts, Jade Roberts and Leora Badger. Disclaimer, this podcast may contain some triggers regarding drinking. Our stories and experiences are our own, and the things that have worked for us might not necessarily work for you. We hope you enjoy this episode. Before we get into this episode, we have some exciting news to share. We teamed up with Better Brother Brew & Co. here in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan to create a non-alcoholic beer called a Yoskin Sour. A Yoskin means raspberry and Cree, and we're really excited to provide a great tasting option for our sober friends and are so thankful for the folks at Better Brother in their allyship in creating space for Indigenous people. Our beer will be on tap in their beautiful tap room starting June 23rd with a portion of the proceeds going to our podcast. They also serve snacks and other non-alcoholic cocktails, so be sure to check them out and stop in to try out a Yoskin Sour to support the podcast. Also, I don't even know what we're saying to start like, hey! Oh! Welcome back! Is this episode four? Yeah. Oh, sacred number. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, be serious now. Okay. <clears throat> deep breath and go all right welcome to episode four of the sobriety circle we are recording this episode and we don't really know what to call it yes (laughs) it's our toolkit yeah our toolkit we're gonna go over a couple things that um have helped us in our sobriety talk about self-love you know just a bunch of good things in this episode (laughs) a bunch of random things routine routine um so i'm gonna ask a few questions you ready to get into it yeah i think i can answer okay first one is what are some of the routines that you've noticed that you started incorporating into your life since getting sober and like how have those routines helped you well before I was sober and like living my life this way. Um, I honestly didn't really have a routine. <laughs> like even when I went to work or school, like I would like just jump up and like, you know, get ready, like the bare minimum, go to work, mm-hmm. go to school. But now I like make sure I have that time for myself in the morning. Like that's big for me. Like waking up, you know, getting rid of my little morning breath. <laughs> But no, really, like, waking up and a big thing for me is, like, just taking care of myself. That is, like, the first step of my day. And, like, so, like, example, like, this morning I woke up, um, I, like, I smudged and I, like, prayed and I kind of did, like, like, I moved my body. Like, that's a big thing for me, too, in the morning. Like, just, like, even little stretches. Um, Mm -hmm. And then... I made some coffee and then like one I started cooking like and I make like good food for myself in the morning like food that will energize me and like I threw in a podcast and like I'm big on like the on purpose podcast is like big for me (gasps) me too yeah 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 yeah. I like that one okay so like I just listened to a podcast cleaned up a bit like made some food and then went for a walk and then so today was like I don't know like that routine Especially when I have the time and I make the time and then the rest of my day is just like spot on. <laughs> yes. Okay. I feel the exact same way. I think you said everything that I was going to say. But um, yeah, taking that time, I, th- I found like especially in the first like 
I don't know, first six months, I was really, really diligent with keeping that routine. Mm -hmm. Um, I find myself now, I'm almost nine months sober. I find myself in the past little while here, I've kind of been falling off of my morning routine. Um, But my nighttime routine is also super important to me. It's like the last things that I do before going to bed at night. Um, And I feel like I've been focused on that a lot recently. So for me, it's like, I will usually take my dog for a walk and listen to a podcast. Um, So I get that time like outside um, and like just enjoying doing something that I like. And then I get home and I like will relax and I'll usually smudge at night. And I'm really into like oracle cards. So I'll do like my oracle card readings um, before I go to bed. Sometimes I'll journal and then get into bed and I'll do like breath work. So doing a lot of like (laughs) breath work has been helpful, especially with like falling asleep. But Yeah, I think it's like important too, because at the beginning too, I was like really like, I'm not hard on myself, but I was like, and if I didn't do like, if I missed a workout that day or I didn't like do something that day then I was like really hard on myself but like now I just like have like a lot of like self-compassion where like if I do miss a day or if I'm off a day like I just like get right back up and get to it like yeah I mean like not being so hard on ourselves because like when we're hard on ourselves like we kind of get down and like it pushes us like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah 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 but I definitely notice the difference like when you are committed to those routines like a def like the morning routine yeah it sets you up for your day your nighttime routine gets you ready to like have a good sleep. Mm-hmm. So those routines that you incorporate into your life definitely make a difference. And I think that leads us into my next question is like showing yourself self-love and how do you do that? Or how has that changed for you since getting sober? Oh my God, that has like completely changed. Like I throughout the day, like or throughout like I spend like a lot of, well, like so when I'm like struggling or like when I'm having like a hard day or like I'm triggers and stuff like that like the thing that like recharges me and like strengthens me is like spending time alone mm-hmm. and doing things like journaling and like questioning myself and at, like asking myself like why am I feeling this way like where is this coming from and like or reading something that like I'm big on like indigenous books and like the like culturally based books and like the spirituality so that helps me a lot like reading too so I think like for me a big part of that is like the spending time by myself you know like in my own company and I think that it's like I don't know for like what it does for me it's just like it makes me feel good like yeah I agree Kate question though um when you were drinking did you feel that it was hard to spend time alone with yourself Oh my god, I never did. Yeah. Like. Okay, I just thought about that. I was like, damn, I like never took that time just to like sit with myself and sit with my mm-hmm. feelings and like have my brain going and just being alone and sitting in that. Like, I don't even know if I could do that. Yeah, now that like I like like majority of the time when I'm not at work and stuff like that, like I'm like I spend my time alone. Like I honestly like most of the times I prefer it and like I just feel like I don't I don't know how to explain it but it's just a lot of a lot of alone time and like a lot of like praying and like a lot of like writing down and just like working on myself and that's when like yeah like I recharge myself for sure like when I'm alone yeah (laughs) and being okay with being alone like that's the thing too is like I think when I was drinking that thought of like being alone is almost scary yeah and then now that I'm like I'm fine with being alone like it's not 
not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy that time that I get to spend with myself. I've noticed that change too. Yeah, I was never. Sober. Yeah, even like when I was sober and like I wasn't drinking, like I would, I always had to have friends around me and like being a big group. And like, and if I didn't, then I always had to be like on my phone, like talking to somebody. And you know yeah, what I mean? Like I yes. was never like, and now like, because I've, I've just like, for me, it's like the time of solitude is like the time to like learn and grow. That's what like mm-hmm. big for me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that took me a while, even like when I first got sober again, like those first three months that were really hard. It was like, it's like I didn't have those routines in place of like how to be alone or like what am I supposed to do when I'm alone? And so, yeah, I would fill my time with being around other people Mm -hmm. or distracting myself with like texting people or being on social media. And now I'm like, I still do that but like not yeah like I'm not like I'm okay with being alone it's like I I do it because I want to do it yeah I do it like when I'm in a good place like say if I'm like if I'm like struggling with something or I'm feeling low about myself and I don't feel good about myself like I'll turn to like writing or reading or like listening to a podcast instead of like a validation or attention from others yeah 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 that's definitely something I struggled with too is like wanting that validation from others why was I like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um oh. I think like therapy helped me get over that a little bit too though. Yeah, that was big. Like recognizing my attachment style and why I had like for me it's like fear of abandonment, right? So mm-hmm. like not wanting to be alone. I was scared to be alone. I was scared to get left. And so yeah, that was Yeah, my world would literally shatter when that happened yes. to me, but now I'm just like yeah is what it is <laughs> and uh, the other question i was going to ask is like what are some healthier coping strategies you have developed and i was just going to mention for myself is like i noticed that i'm not as i'm not as much of like a clingy person i don't need to be around people and like recognizing that attachment style of like having that fear of abandonment within me and like that's where like a lot of my trauma stems from and like losing my dad at a young age mm-hmm. um being able to work through that and then my new strategies that I've implemented is like I'm fine with taking that if I'm like in conflict with someone I used to always be like no like I'm sorry like love me don't yeah. leave me and now I notice like I have a totally different strategy towards like conflict with others and it's like I'm able now to take a step back and like take a second to feel how I'm feeling and think about everything that's going on yeah and so that's like a new thing for me I don't know what that's like for you if you have other like coping (laughs) new coping strategies no yeah like for sure like I never well now I like in situations like that like I'm big on like taking a step back and really thinking and like feeling through it instead of just reacting yeah like being a little like a little blackout yes like I would be like a little psycho sometimes like oh god that like goes like hand in hand like healthy coping strategies like I think like when I'm struggling and I'm having a bad day and like I'm just like I just don't feel it and I just I always like find ways to like connect whether that is like with myself or like and I'm big, like what helps me so much is like being outside and like being by the water, being in by nature, like that helps me so much. Like So connecting to nature and then also like connecting to the creator, like because I'm big, like what helps help me through so much is like just ha- taking those moments by myself to like smudge and pray and like 
like express the way I'm feeling and just like because I beg on like talking like I believe in the creator and I believe in like talking to our loved ones who have passed on before us like I do that like a lot like that helps me so much Mm -hmm. and then also like just like connecting to like family and friends yeah okay and this like connects or sorry this connects into that holistic health and like that holistic model Mm -hmm. of healing right and that's I think you and I are both really big on that holistic healing and like looking at all parts of ourself. And like you mentioned, like spirituality is important to you in your healing. Mm -hmm. And if we look at physical, like for me, I like to go to the gym and well, you do too, but like going outside, that's part of physical healing as well. And like, that's even a part of spiritual healing is being outside. Um, So I guess, yeah, looking at holistic health is like, what are some things that you do in those areas? Um, I guess, emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual. For my, like, well, I guess like I just like kind of touched on it. Like for like the spiritual, like big for me, I think that's like where I find so much of my strength is from there because I just have like, just like a, a very... I, will, I feel like now that I am sober and like now that I see clear and like I just feel so much more connected to who I am like who I am as a person um like I feel so I don't know how to explain it like so like connected mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean yeah it's like it's like you can't articulate it but mm-hmm. I know I know what you mean yeah like I used to search like I guess that's what like that's what alcohol and like partying and they like they it did give me like this sense of like I don't know it just like filled a void for me but now like my connection to like my like the spirituality has like is I just feel whole mm-hmm. if that makes sense yes yeah. yeah and it is like it was filling such a void in us like to have those addictions we were trying to give ourselves something that we thought we didn't have mm-hmm. within ourselves and now that we've taken that out of the equation we've taken alcohol and addictions out of our lives it's like, what do we fill that with now? What do we fill that void with or that missing piece? Yeah. You know, what do we, how do we fill that back up? And I think we've touched on it in this episode is like self-love is a big thing. And then looking at those four quadrants of like the medicine wheel mm-hmm. of our holistic health, like what do we do to fill each one of those and to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves in the best way? Um, and a big thing for me too is like boredom like not not going out and drinking every weekend it's like what am I going to do with my weekends now like what (laughs) what Mm -hmm. do you do when you're bored and so that was something that I kind of struggled with a little bit um but I've found in my sobriety is that I've picked up a lot of things that like I haven't picked up for a long time like painting like those are things that I would do like as a kid and now I'm, like, able to bring that back into my life, and I feel, like, so good. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, like, having those creative outlets and... I guess, yeah, those good habits, because, like, I've never been so, like, heavy into, like, the gym and, like, outside and, like, moving my body, like, but now that's, like, I always have to have that a part of, like, my daily life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like... yeah. And I guess because, like, before, like, when you're in that cycle so long, like, and you just you don't love yourself and like you like feel like like hurt and like shame and like guilt for the things you have done 
but like once you like start having like that self-forgiveness for, your, for yourself then like i think that's like the way that leads to like the self-love you know what i mean yeah yes like, for- forgiveness was like big for me like forgiving myself yeah 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 um i had just like i just thought about this <laughs> but like going back to what i said about doing things that i did as a child i feel like that's how I feel now that I'm sober is I feel more like childlike, you know, mm-hmm. like before alcohol ever entered into my life. It's like I'm doing the artistic things that I did as a child. I'm moving my body and like playing like how yeah. I would as a child and even like reading. I love reading when I was a child and having that more like that connection to creator and to spirituality. I think even as a child, like I had that oh my god yeah and it's like we're just like kind of going back to who we were as like innocent children Mm -hmm. you know i remember Uh. like that that reminds me because like when i was younger i don't know why but i always just had this like belief like what like i believed in like what you give out to the world you get back and like i as just like young person like i've always had this belief like you know like don't don't do bad to others like it'll come back to you and so like along the way obviously like from alcohol and drugs I kind of just like lost that at some point and now like I just feel like I feel like so well like I said I don't know how else to explain like just like more connected and like more true to those beliefs and like like living them day to day you know what I mean yeah like, not just <laughs> it's like you feel like yourself yeah you feel like yourself yeah. again that's exactly how I feel all right we are ending off this episode with our quote and for episode four, we are finishing off with another Richard Wagmes. Yes. What is this book titled? What Comes from Spirit. And it's on page 70. Lesson from Ceremony. Is what I'm choosing moving me closer to creator or further away? Is what I'm choosing moving me closer to the highest, grandest expression of who I am or further away? Is what I'm choosing moving me closer to my brothers and sisters in my human family or further away? Is what I'm choosing serving me? When I can answer yes to these questions, my choosing becomes an act of ceremony and I move closer to my real essential self. Period. That's like what we just said. (laughs) We're moving towards like who we actually really are. We're feeling like ourselves again. Mm -hmm. That one perfect it was perfect all right well catch you next time if you haven't already make sure to subscribe to our podcast and we'd love to hear from you so make sure to leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you listen on If you'd like to stay up to date with The Sobriety Circle, give us a follow on Facebook or Instagram at The Sobriety Circle.